get it. Hey guys, this is Dallas here, aka Hulkbusters, uh, for those who follow me on YouTube and Twitch. Um, we're just going to jump right into it today. This is the, the two beside me and underneath me. They really, really are super into Smash. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Smash. I mean, it was a household thing for Nintendo. Um, huge huge impact on my life but i mean for these two boys like they went to the tournaments they've they've slayed the competition we've had smash parties where we're smashing everybody like we we love this stuff and we are super super excited for this episode guys so one more time if you like the content you like the video like subscribe um social media is in the link below and let's get it well um this one has a special place in my heart um smash brothers in general has always just been something that i've really gravitated towards um it was a good game when we played it but once we started to realize that there was a competitive scene i think that that's where it just it went into uh new heights for me i know that me and my friends especially when i was around 15 or 16 we'd play the game thought we were really good at the time as well but then we discovered once we went to some of these tournaments that we were uh you know, small fish in this big pond of skill. Um, I can uh, remember we had our own team at the time. We were team suave. It was a five member team. Uh, we would go to locals and just completely smash people. It wasn't even close. And then once we got to these, uh, you know, these were more grassroots kind of tournaments and our scene, especially where we lived, wasn't that big, but then all of a sudden we're traveling for these tournaments and stuff. And then we really got a, a taste of our own medicine and realized that uh, we had a lot of training to do, but uh, I think Smash, uh, Smash Brothers in general, is just such a such a phenomenal franchise. Obviously, it brings all these great characters together, and oddly enough, from Nintendo, it's what I would say, arguably, especially Melee, maybe not so much Brawl or Four, um, but definitely Melee. It's one, probably the mo most technical fighting game I've ever played, just because of the fact that you kind of have these shortcuts you're able to. Uh, use using advanced techniques like wave dashing and L canceling and shuffling and just like all the sort of stuff like that that goes with it. Um, you really can just push the limit of what the game is able to do. I love the fact that this is one of the first games ever that was really, really accepted into the esports uh, scene by Nintendo. Normally, you had people who, uh, you know, mostly Halo, mostly Caw, that sort of thing. But this was the first time that Nintendo really just was able to put out a game that wasn't, by design, was not meant to be a competitive game, but ended up for me, especially in my life, and uh, just means a lot to me. You know, some of the best experiences in my life is going around, traveling around to these tournaments, and then especially once, uh, you know, Carter was old enough and he was getting good and competing, it was really nice to, you know, go to a few tournaments and stuff like that. Um, it's actually really interesting I believe last year, me and Carter actually went to Genesis Black in California. We were able to meet Chillin' Dude and uh, Mango and Hungry Box. That was always really, really cool. I actually have a, a photo that I took. It was kind of hard not to gush seeing a celebrity like Mango. Um, but me and Carter got a pick with them. It was great. But uh, like I say, this is a franchise that I, I'm, I'm really excited about this episode. And it just really means a lot to me. Yeah, I definitely agree. For me... You know, these boys intro introduced me to Nintendo in general, gaming. Uh, so from the get-go, I was playing Melee when I was... I don't know, how old did you say I got, was, guys, when I picked first picked up Melee? Five. Five years old. I was playing Melee, absolutely loving the game. I remember always watching YouTube videos of, like, trying to... Even in the early infancy of YouTube, watching YouTube videos about secret characters that you could unlock by playing the... What was the the mode where you have to kill all those guys? It was super hard. Oh, uh, 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 All-Star mode, I think, or something like that. I yeah, where, you, where if you kill like a certain amount of those bots, like hard difficulty bots, you'd unlock Sonic or Knuckles or Tails, things like that. Always uh, a big fib. Yeah, but I, I, I've grown up on Smash. I mean, Brawl was definitely a big one for me, even though that one, you know, it definitely, definitely fell off from Melee. I think they they realized it was becoming a competitive game and that's not what they wanted. You know, Nintendo's never really been big behind that whole industry. They're more concerned about making games that are fun for the whole family. And, you know, Smash Melee was becoming something they didn't want it to be. So with Brawl, they definitely brought it back to its kind of fun game rather than some, being something that's so competitive. So I think 
I still played Brawl a lot. I remember I loved the the subspace emissary. Some of the I, I liked the fact that they were bringing a campaign into it. I actually did like that idea. And then you know they kind of ditched that for the rest of the games. You know Smash Four, Smash Four, another kind of miss for me. But then they brought it all together with Ultimate, and I think Ultimate's probably on par with Melee, if not better. I think that that's a great point. I think that they really brought it back with Ultimate. I was very so I was very much a melee purist at the time, and when Brawl came out, um, it was not what we expected. Basically, our team, Team Suave, had dissolved by that point. You know, people were going to college and people had real life stuff on the go, but I still really wanted to focus on uh, competitive Smash just for myself. So I would go to these tournaments kind of by myself, or you know, meet people at tournaments to go twos with, but. For the most part, um, Brawl really made a, a really a really massive downslide for the for the franchise, and then four came out. It wasn't uh, I would say wasn't very much better than uh, than Brawl, but then Ultimate comes out, and Ultimate I again I I didn't have high expectations for Ultimate because I feel like Melee was almost just this. Uh, uh, this coincidentally accidental thing that just came out to be a masterpiece, but then they come back, come out with ultimate. And I personally believe, I, I know that ultimate doesn't have the same level of complexity, but I still love ultimate. I feel like, you know, I'm getting older now. I don't have the tech skill to play melee at these tournaments. It was just crazy to go to a melee tournament like a year ago and just like no name people would just absolutely body me. I feel like I can hold my own definitely in ultimate now. You know, I think me and Carter are both an elite which doesn't really matter. It doesn't really give you that good of a, a level of what your skill cap is. Um, I think you're, you're more uh, in tune with your skill cap when you go to tournaments and stuff and you get that really land feel of play. But uh, I think ultimate's great. And in some aspects, I actually think ultimate is better than melee. It even oh, some, sometimes even hurts myself even saying that because I am such a melee purist, but um, I've essentially dropped melee completely. Haven't played that game in a very long time. And I still play ultimate to this day. Um, I think it's a great game and uh, you know, this franchise, I think it goes beyond the pale of a Nintendo game. It's very strange in an aspect where um, you have this game that was designed to be like a, a fun, you know, couch co-op game with multiplayer and items and stuff. And uh, you know, people have really just rolled that razor's edge and made it to uh, most of the tournaments I've been to were three stock, no items, certain maps, counter picks, that sort of thing. So it has such a high level of complexity and I love complexity uh, in the games that I play. You know, I, I used to play a lot of Path of Exile, ARPGs like Diablo 2, um, games that have complexity like Dota 2, things like that really, really resonate me, with me well. And also now this is the first time of a Nintendo game where there is a competitive level. Like, wow, I can't believe that I'm going against these tournaments and everyone has their own gamer tag. And it's just like, you know, you find, you, you feel, feel like a, a, uh, a phoenix rising out of the ashes with your new self with the some of this stuff i know that uh you know my gamer tag around my area um i was a household name you know i was bop god i've been bop god for the last almost 11 years and it was just really interesting because i know when brawl came out i took a hiatus but when i came back to compete in ultimate i was coming out of the gate and i was coming out of the gate with a fire in my belly so when i was competing at these tournaments it was nice to see like old faces who at the time were little kids are now you know, 15, 16, like, oh my God, Bop God, like, I, like he, he's back. Like I had a, a small level of celebrity at the time. It felt really nice. But, uh, I, and again, it's obviously a very, very small, less than zealous celebrity, but it was really cool to, uh, you know, get recognition at these tournaments, especially for how good we were at the time. Another thing was uh, just how different Smash was. You know, you had fighting games, uh, even when the original Smash on the N64 came out, you had games like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter where the health is going down as you're attacking your opponent. Nintendo went in a completely different direction. The number goes up and uh, your opponent flies further away the more you damage your opponent. It's just super different from any other type of fighting game. And I think that's part of the reason why it's just so, so good. And it's not, almost nothing like these technical fighters like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or Tekken. And it's just it's in its own lane. Yes, Smash has always been like that, though. Like, I remember N64, the original the original Smash came out, and I would sneak across the street to my neighbor's house to play Smash. And, like, it was amazing. Like, I, th at that time, I think there was, like, 12 characters. Maybe there were 16 with the f one on each side or whatever. And it was just, like, 
at that time it was small enough. So that's one thing like ultimate, don't get me wrong. I love ultimate. It's, it's definitely my favorite smash. I've also been very heavy into graphics. So that's one of the reasons, right. But competitive style, it, it definitely isn't melee. Like, but it's still, I could tell the difference between Brawl and Ultimate because in Brawl, I can actually play with these boys. I can, I can play Brawl with these guys and not get totally bodied. But when I jump into Ultimate, unless I get super lucky or like play a bunch of matches over and over, like I'm getting- Or just play like, Link and Up Smash, like- Up B, baby, Up B, baby. You have still yet to beat my Ganon. Um, it's yeah, I've never, beat, I've never beat your Ganon actually. Even even with Cloud, I've beat your- I beat your K rule. I've beat your Luigi. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never beat Ganon with any character. That's and that's, I think it's safe to say me and Cat are pretty, are pretty neck and neck. I main yeah. Wario while he plays Ganondorf, King K rule. Uh, I Lucina, think Lucina, Lucina a, lot. a little bit. Yeah. I, I believe the last time I looked, uh, my GSP was around eight million, which is like a relatively high GSP. But I think GSP is somewhat arbitrary and doesn't really give a good, uh, a level of skill. But I mean, we're both an elite, so. Um, I don't know what the percentage of the Smash population is in GSP, or sorry, in Elite rather. But again, Nintendo has just failed again at making a competitive um, tier system. I think the GSP system is one of the worst systems that's ever been implemented in a competitive game to see your ranking. Um, I don't want to see how many people I'm better than. I want to see where I'm at in the ladder. That's how I've always loved to see it. That's how you've seen it in everything. I think Nintendo just... Uh, you know, they seem to uh, really struggle when it comes to just like uh, knowing what a, a competitive gaming community really wants. They just, again, we've stated before, their online is atrocious. Um, the GSP system is a nightmare. Um, it feels like they just had a blindfold on, spun in a circle and threw darts against the board to just like come up with a system that was just terrible. It's a terrible system. No one likes mm -hmm. it. Um, but again, I think the game itself, if you, t if you strip away um, the GSP system. It's nice to see they take some liberties. You know, they have online tournaments on the actual Switch, which is fun. You know, you get to get into these tournaments where... Uh, I love those. The, I love the, that system. But a problem with it is they take it away and then they bring back... They bring these tournaments where you have to have items and it's 4v4. 4v4, that sort of thing. But They should just keep the 1v1 three-stock tournament the whole time. I hate how they always take it away. It really was part of the reason I stopped playing Smash Ultimate. I, I rarely play it anymore. And another point you brought up, which uh, I think was really good, is the fact that the ranking system... I know personally for me, if the ranking system was more like something in league where you have, you know, divisions like silver, gold, diamond, or even if they had their own, it would definitely have more of an incentive for me to play the game. Uh, and I, I'm sure I'd still be playing it to this day if they had a ranking system kind of closer to that. But the GSP system, I agree, it's just not, it just doesn't do it for me. And that's the thing for me, like, I know you guys, oh, you despise me for it, but I love playing with items. Like, literally, I was over, I was over last month at my buddy's house playing N64 Smash, the original, with items on, man. It is so funny grabbing the hammer and just bodying everybody on the map and everyone getting so frustrated and, you know what I mean, throwing Pokeballs. And, like, and I know, like I said, you're, you guys are more into the competitive scene, the 1v1, no items, um, three stock, four stock, whatever. But for me, it's just, like, I love. I love Smash because it's legit fun to play. And I hate to say this, but I have less fun playing Smash with you guys than I play with other people because you guys just are so much better. You know what I mean? After, like I said, after the first 10 matches, usually I start to be able to get stocks away at least. But like for the first 10 matches, when I'm getting literally four stocked every single time, no matter what I do, like I think I'm like, I'm not bad at video games by any means, but just the, the sheer skill you guys have in that game. And, and that's the main turnoff for me with Melee is the fact that when you guys are wave dashing around and L canceling everything, like I can't do anything. I'm literally like we could put on 10 stocks and I won't take one stock off you guys. So it's really frustrating in that aspect as a person who doesn't take it as seriously as you guys, which is another reason I'm a big fan of the items. I think that that is why I love Smash Brothers so much is because it really does reward a character that puts the training, the work, and the tech skill into it. Um, just like a lot of fighting games. Again, there's a, a lot of fighting games that I, I really enjoy. I, you know, I love Killer Instinct. I love Mortal Kombat. I, these are games that I absolutely love. I love fighting games in general. I just love the idea that, of combo systems and stuff like that. But I feel with um, a lot of the more conventional um, fighter games, it's a lot. It's really input heavy. You have to remember combos. There's uh, stuff like that. Whereas um, with melee and with ultimate, I feel like 
you know, the world is your oyster. You're able to approach things in such a unique way. And uh, I think that the Smash Brothers um, franchise in general just really rewards that work that you put in. And I've been playing this game for uh, since its release. And this game is over 15 years old. And there's actually still a scene for it, which is really great to see. Um, I know that once the Smash Brothers documentary came out, um, we were kind of at a line like this. And then all of a sudden, it just super boosted up. And it's just crazy to see how many people are coming out of the woodwork that are just so incredibly good. Um, I remember I had a coworker that I worked with at the last job that I was at, where um, he found out that like, not only do I play Smash Brothers, but I play com competitively. I have videos on YouTube of these tournaments and stuff. All of a sudden, he got into it. He bought a Switch. He wants to come to these tournaments. And to see his face when he thinks he's getting good, he's got that little smirk of confidence and he goes there and gets bodied by a seven-year-old playing Pikachu. There's nothing like it to see <laughs> someone absolutely have their mind just completely shattered into a million pieces and um, realize that it's like you, you're nothing in this pond. You're, you're scum in this pond and there's a lot of big whales coming for you. Um, so it was really, for me, I feel like as, again, I, I'll say it right now, I think, you know, items, there's no place in a competitive place for it. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's the beauty of Smash Brothers is that you, ha you can play the game how you want. You know, you can go over to a buddy's house and not take it so seriously, play with items and really utilize a lot of the items because a lot of the items are pretty creative and fun. And a lot of the, the, the modes that you can do like stamina mode and stuff like that, even the campaign. Yeah. Um, but to touch on what Dallas was saying earlier, I think that... Uh, the Nintendo 64 Smash is is actually one of my favorites as well. It's it's so hard for me to, to to determine which one I like the best, but if I had to make a a numbered system, I would say that my favorite is Ultimate, then Melee, then Smash uh, for the 64, and then Brawlin' Four. Really, I I could care less. Um, really. Oh, yeah. So. I think Four is definitely still better than Brawl. Oh yeah, way in better. every way. I, I I still remember when the game first came out for the 3DS. I played it a lot. Um, I, I mean, Falcon back then, Golden Falcon. You, I think you can remember those days, Cat. But well, I what I remember, it's... what I remember from those days is when Corin came out, and then you just completely said, "I'm done with this game. This character's too <laughs> broken." When I picked up Corin, and there's just, uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, it's really, you know, like I say, uh, four for me felt very uh, meta heavy, and that's what I really didn't like about it. The fact that Bayonetta was just arguably the best character in Brawl. Obviously, we all know Meta Knight was. Yeah, the... I was gonna say Brawl was the same thing. It was yeah, Meta so that's Knight why I really didn't. Uh, that's why I really didn't like Four or Brawl because it was basically if you're not playing uh, Meta Knight or Bayonetta, you basically you shouldn't be playing the game at all. Some could argue in Melee, it's basically the same with Fox. I think that that's the one thing about Melee that I really. Uh, maybe don't enjoy is you see a lot of competitive play it's just fox versus fox on final destination not the best but this is why i love ultimate you have characters like donkey kong and mario coming back who are the the franchise's keystone characters and they're pretty good in this one so it's nice mm -hmm. to see you know donkey kong doing these combos or like you know uh mario caping people and doing these insane combos as well oh, so yeah i know really... i've been i know i've been bodied by mario and online plenty of times I just, I just love the idea that ultimate really um, there's not, I mean, there obviously is a tier list of who's good, who's S tier, that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, coming from a Ganon main and ultimate um, you know, you can exploit him in a lot of good ways, but again, if you are, if you make it look good, it really feels nice. Um, so the thing I like about ultimate is that you really get a massive, uh, a massive selection of characters that are just very viable in the, in the competitive market. I've never been a huge fan of the meta. Um, obviously, you guys know that. Um, and I've, I've played my Prot Warrior in World of Warcraft for literally 15 years. Like, I never really care about the meta. But it was really nice as, as, as a huge Cloud fan in Smash 4 to be able to come back. And actually, when I'd play online, to be able to dumpster people. And I'm not even that good at the game. So I know it's kind of almost like a system abuse, like you said, with Fox and Melee. But for me, having a character that I really enjoy playing just to be able to, like, rickroll people all over the place and they can't even do anything. Like, obviously, Bayonetta, that was the one the one 1v1 that I, I don't think I ever... Well, I might have won a couple matches against Bayonetta, but overall, if they picked any other character other than Cloud, I'd just have, have a field day. But, so that was one thing I liked about that and something I like less about all because cloud is nowhere near the top tier i think one thing we should definitely touch on is just nintendo's blatant disregard for the esport aspect of smash you know they really seem to time and time again just absolutely shit the bed 
and I have no other way to put it when it comes to the esport tournaments. And uh, I think a lot of, um, yeah, I just think it's it's really bad the way they've treated the Smash community when it comes to esports. Even even the Splatoon tournament that they hosted recently, I think the prize pool was like twenty dollars, like a twenty dollar eShop card for one of the biggest Splatoon tournaments. It's just the esports scene in general. I think Nintendo could definitely have a larger focus on that. Again, I think it goes back to just uh, Nintendo's inability to understand um, how important these games are to us in a competitive scene. I'm not talking mm-hmm. just us three in the Just Three Brothers podcast, but the whole community itself. You know, there's been, again, like how you explained time and time again, where Nintendo has uh, essentially um, completely disregarded its community. I sometimes wish that Nintendo would just leave us alone. They would just leave us alone. They wouldn't even interfere at all. We're, you know, we're not asking for production. We're not asking for anything. We're just asking to be left alone and play this game that we want to play. But the thing Nintendo fails to do at every turn is support the community. They always come out. They say, no, we're going to make sure that any ad revenue that has any of our IPs in, we're, we're going to get it. If you have a tournament that's running, um, you know, at Evo almost got shut down because of Nintendo's just inability to work with people. I know the big house, this one's more recent. Um, it's somewhat old news now, but because of the fact that this whole COVID thing come out um, and no one can play at these tournaments, they decided to use an emulator, mm-hmm. um, Slippy, to play online. And Nintendo essentially said, this is an illegal version of our game. They had a cease and desist. They said, you can't play this game. And they shut the big house down. I think it's it's worse than not supporting your community. You're actually having a grindstone against your community. And I think as much as I love Nintendo and I love Nintendo as a company, it's it, it's always rubs me the wrong way talking bad about a company that I'm so um, in love with and the fact that I love their games. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I think Nintendo has completely just, like you say, they have completely shit on their community. And it's always so unfortunate because I think it's such a great community and there's a lot of passionate people that, that you know, this community means a lot. And I'm one of those members. So, Again, it's it's so unfortunate that Nintendo just doesn't understand, um, you know, the esports scene. You'll have other companies like Microsoft, uh, you know, you name it. I, I remember even back in the day when like esports was again in its infancy, and MLG Major League Gaming was the only essentially esports tournament. Um, they Nintendo almost shut a lot of that down in MLG because at the time they didn't even understand what was going on with their yeah. IP in these grassroots tournaments, but. You'll have tournaments like how you said a $20 prize pool for Splatoon. Um, that that's completely ridiculous. You'll have Dota 2 tournaments where there's millions of dollars on the line, double digit millions for people. So it's it goes to show that companies like Valve are very, very supportive of these communities. And I just wish Nintendo had that same respect. I don't know if they ever will, to be honest. Like 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 you said, they still can't even figure out their online play. They're like they're back in the nineties still when it comes to that. Like like I remember even an ultimate man playing online. Like some some matches, don't get me wrong, it'd be fairly clean, but then other matches it was literally like frame by frame by frame by frame and literally unplayable. And it would be like whoever has the better connection to the actual game itself is going to be the winner. It doesn't matter about the skill in, the, in that area. Right. Um, like, like we said in, in the last podcast, Nintendo is literally all about the couch co-op and about being, you know, the family friendly genre. And I think that the most important thing is with COVID, they're going to have to change that. They have to do something. They, if they don't do something now, especially like if the quarantines and the lockdowns keep happening, they're going to take a big, big hit, man. They are. And there's no doubt about it. Um, a lot of, a lot of parents nowadays don't, I, I don't want to like shit on any parents, but a lot of them don't really care if their kids are playing Call of Duty or the new Mortal Kombat when they're seven or eight, you know, where Nintendo still has that, like, let a kid be a kid. You know what I mean? Let them live their childhood without all the extra BS that we have to deal with nowadays. So um, hopefully Nintendo could figure it out. Like they have the, they have the content, they have the franchises that that could literally go on for generations upon generations. They just got to use it. They got to get with the times. I think it's impossible for someone to get with the time when they're still using a flip phone. These people have no idea how uh, technology in the modern day works. Their internet is terrible and they're actually like a coarse abrasive, uh, uh, friction against the community. It's always unfortunate to see that. And I just wish that uh, uh, Nintendo is so great in so many aspects. It's just so strange to see a company 
um, that can't just embrace the fact that there's money to be made obviously on a financial side of it. Um, it's a no brainer, but they just, uh, they are so diehard on making sure that their IP is held to that standard. Like Dallas says, it's very family friendly. They don't want a group of, uh, you know, savages taking it to the streets in these underground tournaments. They want people to be playing on the couch, making a salad in the back. They, that's what they want. They want people at home. Uh, they don't want people going to these tournaments, right? So it's just, uh, it's something that I think, uh, in my opinion, I don't think Nintendo's ever going to change their mind. They obviously have a very different approach at how, what they think video games are. And I got to respect it to a certain degree, but in a lot of aspects, especially in Smash, which is something that is so important to me, um, it always just falls short, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely agreed. I know even another thing is uh, there was a company, or not a company, but a guy that was making custom Etika controllers. I don't know if you guys know who Etika is. He was a YouTuber. Um, he unfortunately committed suicide. Um, but someone was making custom Etika uh, switch controllers and Nintendo just cease and desist, shut it down. And I think blatantly is just so disrespectful to not only his fan base, but uh, just the the customs community in general. You know, people love making custom controllers mm-hmm. and things like that. And just for them to do that is just completely unreasonable, in my opinion. As unfortunate as that is, I would like to actually talk about customs for a bit because that's also something I'm very passionate about. Um, I remember uh, there was an individual, I I don't know if I even should say his name, but he used to make custom controllers in the, uh, uh, in North America. He made a custom controller for Hungry Box. It's the pink one you see the tournaments with the headband. Um, And he also, I had contact, I got into contact with him because he actually lives somewhat close. Um, He does amazing customs. I remember I had this idea. I wanted to do a custom pink Luigi controller which had red and pink and because that's the Luigi that I used. I just love the, I love the look of the colors, the way they look together. And I always wanted a custom controller. Um, it's just, it's something that really means a lot to me. It's something special to me. Just, I mean, obviously this is anecdotal, but um, you know, my girlfriend kind of overheard me having these conversations and then she secretly had a mission to uh, you know, go to Beaver Customs, which is a custom controller company that they do customs. She ordered the, the controller. And then when she gave it to me on Christmas uh, in front of my family, I, I think you were actually there for that, Dallas. Um, it was just such a special moment for me because, you know, you you live in a time where, you know, gaming is more accepted, but it never used to be so accepted. You know, you were always kind of uh, a bit of an outcast, especially if you want to play these competitive games and 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 really compete in video games as a as a general esport. Um, but it was just such a great moment for me. I think that's one of the first Christmas gifts I've ever received where I, I actually almost teared up. It was a very emotional thing, and just to have someone who's so important to me in my life uh, just really support um, you know my hobbies and interests. So I still have the custom to this day. It's my uh, it's my you know pride and joy. So I I just love that we were able to kind of talk about the custom controllers because i think that's another side of uh you know a creative outlet that a lot of this community it it goes to show just how passionate the people in the smash community are about the things that they like in smash well it comes down to literally like 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 i just i I wish really that that nintendo would be better to the smash community i guess is what i wish because as far as competitive games go like I guess Splatoon, but I mean a twenty dollar gift card or whatever doesn't seem like it, it wasn't even. It wasn't even cash. It wasn't even a prepaid visa. It was like, go buy some Nintendo games. Here's twenty bucks. Go buy some old Nintendo games. Like that. That's an utter slap in the face, man. Like it is. And so their one competitive game that they have is Smash. So they think they would do it justice, but it just seems like the longer time goes on, they just keep smacking you guys around. You know what I mean? It's they're not fair. It doesn't make any sense. Have, I don't. I don't know. Has Nintendo even ever put up a huge prize pot for smash tournaments i don't think so as far um, as ever i don't think they've ever I provided money for a tournament i don't ever. think so i think when they did the release for ultimate there was an invite only with like you know right you know the the professionals like zero and stuff um but again they've been very hesitant at best to even just accept that this community is a real thing um you know they obviously aren't putting money on the table but i've said it i've said it you know previously it would be better if they just stayed out of it because mm-hmm. what they're doing is like if you're not going to support the community that's fine but you're literally being a detriment to the community of a game that is your ip your baby we get it we understand that intellectual property is a thing um it's your legal right to shut these things down if you don't like it but you have to realize that uh 
you know, there's a reason why people are playing these games still 15, 20 years later. You know, this isn't just, I personally believe when you put out a piece of art, you've now given the art and the art is everyone's. It's not just your IP. Obviously by legal standards, these are, you know, they're there to make money. These are their franchises. So I, I respect both sides of it, but I think that as someone who has been affected so drastically by this game and just the negative impact that Nintendo has had, it's very just disheartening to see that. Well, that's the thing though. Like, like, like we said, it's not going to change. And if it does, it, if it, the only thing that'll push all this to change is the COVID situation. Like people can't get together now. They're going to have to figure out their, their, their internet platforms and stuff like that so that we can actually play and, and, and multiplayer games in general, it's not, it's not just, it's not just smash either. It's just, they have to figure that out. And like you said, like you said in the last one, it, it's like they're in the stone age and they need to really stop burying their head in the sand and realizing that this community is stuck with them through the thick and thin of it and through them shutting things down and, you know, banning things and stuff like that. Like, I agree. You have to see both sides of it too, right? Like you do, like it's just cause you buy the game doesn't mean it's yours, but if you buy the game, you know what I mean? Like you should have, I don't know, fair and equal rights to be able to kind of do what you want with it to, to some extent. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it frustrates me that Nintendo's like that, especially with their one competitive game that they have. That's, that's literally it. Like I don't like Splatoon. Yeah, whatever. But I like, honestly, that's the one competitive game they have. So you'd think they would show some support for the people that played it. And not only that, but the older generation has literally been playing it and buying their game since N64. You know what I mean? And showing their support with every single release, even if the release is garbage, like brawl. So it just doesn't make sense to me why Nintendo doesn't just take a step back. And like you said, either, either support them or get the heck out of the way. I, I feel like another thing that's like really important to, to make the distinction too, is I can understand from their perspective that, uh, you know, again, if I were to create something and have something, uh, you know, be used in a way that I don't intend, I can see that the, the offense would be there, but I, I don't see anything critically wrong with what our community is doing. Um, I think that, uh, you know, this is just a really passionate group of people that just want to play the game that they want to play it. And I understand that, uh, you know, Nintendo is very remiss to want to do that. And it, it's understandable. Like I understand it to a certain degree, but again, because I'm so close to this, um, it really is unfortunate that, uh, you know, they've proven time and time again that they actually don't care about the community. Um, they've put out statements before that, I mean, it sounds nice on paper, but essentially what they're saying is uh, you can't even show this without the, our criteria and it has to meet our expectation, which uh, I don't think that there's any room for that sort of thing, especially when you compare it to other sides of the field like Valve, who have always been so so above and beyond with uh, their communities, especially I know, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but there's the Valve Workshop, where people who are who are good at uh, rendering and making 3D imagery have made skins and sets, especially in Dota. I know in the CS uh, community as well. So, it's just to show, just to see that complete juxtaposition of uh, Nintendo not caring and then companies like Valve who really care um, is just it, it makes no sense to me, in my opinion. But you know, again, it's their IP; they can do what they want with it. I think it'd be nice to we've uh, we've had our fair share of shitting on Nintendo, but I think it would be nice to kind of come back and talk about some of the positives, because, again, there are a lot of positives, despite this one kind of big shit stain. I think amidst that, there's a lot of white diapers still. So, yeah, I think, <laughs> so, yeah. there are a lot of white diapers. I think that's an important thing to, to bring to the table, you know, because, again, I want to reiterate, I absolutely love Nintendo. There's, uh, it's my favorite gaming platform absolutely. of all time. 100%. You know, there's a lot of platforms I like. Uh, there's a lot of fighting games I like. But at the end of the day, Smash Brothers, um, I w we wouldn't even be sitting here talking about it if we didn't love this game and we're passionate about it. There's nothing better than having Dallas want to pull his hair out when I'm just three stalking him all day long. It's the best feeling ever. Um, so, you know, there's, there's times that... Uh, you know, there's, there's reason to criticize Nintendo, but again, I've, I've said it once, I'll say it again. Um, it really kind of makes me uh, a little bit sad to even say anything bad about Nintendo because it's a company that I, I absolutely stand behind and love because of just the, you know, what they've been able to do. Um, and I believe, uh, the, you know, their whole slogan, you know, leave it to heaven. That was their original uh, concept for Nintendo. Um, I think that, 
you know, it's just, it's just important to know that like, we're not here to just constantly uh, barrage Nintendo for their poor choices. They've made a lot of great choices. And I think uh, in the creative side of department, I think that that's where we really have to just give it up for Nintendo. They were the first one to have the most ambitious crossover with all these characters mm-hmm. and they've given characters that, uh, before were somewhat popular in their own respect like star fox has now just super boosted that character's potential i don't think star fox would be as an uh as important of a franchise if it wasn't for smash bros i agree 100 i don't think uh i don't think there'd be any more star fox games if it weren't for smash brothers um another ip i feel like they haven't made an f-zero game no since the one on the GameCube, I don't think. You don't really need to, though. It's a racing game, so no one really cares. Um, I would love to see a uh, you know, a game where there could potentially be a racing Goomba game. That would be more oh. fun for me, but uh, I don't play racing games. Um, maybe once they came out with uh, Goomba Racer 3, um, which I think is uh, projected to be out in the next three months or so, I, I would love to play that. But uh, I'm still just waiting for, you know, more Goomba content. That's something that I love, and I can't wait for him to be in Smash. Um, I know we touched on it a little bit, but we'll probably do its own separate episode later in the series, you know, All About Goomba. I can't wait for All About Goomba. That's something that I'm really, really excited for as well. Um, the thing is, with, with I'm not going to – I'm not. I'm done shitting on Nintendo because, honestly, I could – Uh, sorry to you guys that are competitive smashers out there but i don't give a shit about competitive smash at all like i love that my brothers do it and i and i love that there's a home for that don't get me wrong and i do think nintendo could be better to them but overall nintendo has never been about the competitive scene they've been about their their franchise characters and i think that's the one nice thing about smash is it brings all these characters from so many different time periods and different like different generations and they bring them all together and they slap them in one game and like, I'm not saying the balance is perfect, for, but for the most part, like any character could beat any character depending on who's behind the controller, right? And I think it's just, it's one of the things about Nintendo, right? Like I hate to beat the dead horse, but the fact is it's couch co-op. It's fun to play with your buddies. It's fun to play with your brothers. It's fun to play with your friends. I'm going to have fun playing it with my daughter. Like at the end of the day, there's just so many avenues and it goes back so many generations. Like I even remember my grandpa, coming in and not watching us with smash but just nintendo in general like playing super mario and like just coming and unplugging the system with me and my cousins are all gaming on it you know what i mean like get outside get some sunlight do some work it's like okay grandpa and then just going outside and literally just talking about the game that we were just playing like nintendo no matter what i don't think it'll ever completely die but like like we said there is some problems with the online play and the competitive um unsupport that they give but in the end at the end of the day i think the smash community is literally built around it they've done whatever they could just to keep to keep on without really having any support from nintendo i think the 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 difference between i know i've mentioned this but the difference between smash the characters is so drastic for between every single character that has its own differences and its own niche play styles i think no other fighting game has managed to do that. You know, most of the characters, you know, they have a jab, they have an upwards jab, a downwards jab, a low kick, a high kick, and then they have some input combos. And I don't think, I I really like the idea of just being able to form your own play style and not having to rely on, you know, fucking having a notepad and writing down all your fucking combos. I, 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 just personally for me that's never been my thing I've never really enjoyed fighting games too much just because of that particular aspect of it in order to be good you have to memorize these combos uh but I really that's what one thing I really enjoy about smash is you don't need to have that you can... I think that that really did deter a lot of people from a lot of fighting games is mm-hmm. the fact that um when you play a game like Mortal Kombat or Killer Instinct, if you're not able to put that APM in, if you're not able to put the inputs in, um, you simply will not win the game, especially if you don't have the knowledge. Whereas I feel with Smash Brothers, which is so unique and interesting about it, it's just a simple fact that uh, you played enough and you realize what works and what doesn't. And another thing that I love is just the, the, the play style. You can see you know, a Luigi player and another Luigi player and you know who's who. Just by how they play the the game, I think it's just such a, such a creative thing. Another thing that I really would like to touch on with this particular um, episode that we're doing with Smash Brothers, um, I think we got to give it up to Nintendo for these DLC characters. I think that mm-hmm. for the most part, the uh, the DLC characters that they've released have been really fresh, really great. 
it's really nice to see, um, you know, even uh, franchises that I'm not really a big fan of. Like, I don't really actually know much about Persona 5. Um, I would say that I don't even really like the character Joker in Smash, but I'm glad that if people like Persona, he's in there for them. Um, I'm, it's good to see that they're bringing a lot of their uh, classics back. I think Banjo-Kazooie coming back was one of the best choices they've made in a while um, because it was getting a little stagnant that, uh, you know, it's, I'm counting it off the top of my head. I think there's over 473 um, Fire Emblem characters um in the game so it'd be nice to have 473 like, yeah that's what i was gonna say i was joke, gonna but, i'm uh, gonna have to i'm gonna have to disagree with you there i think um a lot of the dlc characters again really good you know goomba coming out in a couple months that one i'm definitely looking forward to but i think a lot of it is kind of hit or miss in my opinion you have great characters coming like banjo kazooie um you know that's pretty much all I can really. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I honestly can't agree with with, with that. Um, I, I have to stay solid in my stance with well, that. Well, who's who's three of them? He just well, Sephiroth mentioned. for one. I think that it's the first time we've seen more Final Fantasy. Sephiroth, that's He's already sick. out. He's already out. Oh wow. Um, so I think that that's another great thing because Final Fantasy with Cloud coming out, they haven't had a lot of coverage with that franchise. It's great to see Sephiroth, one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters, coming back. He's got the long sword. He's got the dark magic. He's taking you to the system. I love that about that character. I think Piranha Plant was a fun, fresh one where it's like, why would you add Piranha Plant? But then again, you got to remember they're coming out with Goomba very soon. So that's great too. Um, and then Banjo-Kazooie is great. Uh, Terry Bogart. I was never really a big fan of uh, King of Fighter, but I, it's a game that a lot of people have that, uh, that passion for too, much the same as Tekken and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. Again, they came out with uh, Byleth, I believe. Not a big fan of that one, but again, I can appreciate um, the style of that character. Lots of weapons, there's hammers and, and sides and the bow and arrow. And the the one thing I will say about Ultimate that uh, kind of uh, is getting a little old is a lot of the tether recoveries. I think that the tether recoveries are something that uh, they really got to steer away from. And I know What's I'm gonna a tether recovery for people who don't know what that is. If you or... throw a rope out or a chain, and it, like, you know, it... Link, how he has his hook oh, shot. grappling hook, yeah, yeah, to like to the edge, like when you're getting let, like yeah. getting back, it, basically. Okay, it, I just recovering and edge guarding very a very different game. But uh, I, again, I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this um, because it's probably one of the most beloved franchises of all time. But I was so disappointed with Minecraft, Steve. Um, I absolutely have no interest in Minecraft. I think it's probably. Um, I can't believe that a game like this got so much popularity. I know this is a controversial kind of take on it. Um, but just the fact that, uh, you know, Minecraft has kind of blown up and it's this game that is, uh, I, I, I guess I could see the appeal, but it's not for me. I can't believe that they, they put him into the game. I can maybe understand that, you know, on a, on a financial side, why they would do that. And a lot of the community would like to see that but I would love to see a lot of the classic more, more niche characters come into the field, come into the play. I'd love to see Gino from uh, super Mario RPG. Make that was a big one. I would love to see, uh, you know, voodoo Steve would be great. That would be good. And there's just a lot of great characters. I think that are never touched on. Is Waluigi in the game now? He's an assist trophy, but he, he's still not an ultimate. No, he's in yeah. it as an assist trophy, but uh, he's one of the highest requested ones as well. I'd love to yeah. see some more Sonic characters as well. Uh, is Knuckles in it? No, that's what assist I mean. The, yeah, just uh, just Sonic. I, I feel uh, my point still stands that it's kind of hit or miss. I still think uh, just having DLC fighters in general is really is really strong. It'll definitely continue the lifespan of the game. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are... I don't know. I just feel like having 300 Fire Emblem characters and just like, you know, Minecraft Steve. Again, it's all very hit or miss for me, but obviously characters like Terry Bogart and uh, I believe were Simon and Victor, they were they DLC characters? No, they no, they the came out game? with the original the original draw. Right, but um, I still think I still think a lot of them are really good characters. Is the duck from Duck Hunter behind me? And oh my! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had a friend who played who made Duck Hunt, and yeah, he we just banned those. On the, banned yeah. Those. yeah, see, that just goes to show, like, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I, I, I don't want to touch too much into it because I don't know Nintendo's like whether they own the rights. It's like because like Final Fantasy, I don't really know how they get that because isn't that a PlayStation only? 
only thing kind of but i think they work with him part i think that's a similar way how they got snake into it as well i believe mm-hmm. snake actually started as a nintendo game that top down kind of thing and then later if i'm not mistaken it was on playstation and then they kind of pulled it back and said come on listen we w-. they also did that with sonic 2 and brawl they uh sonic i don't <laughs> believe was a nintendo ip but yet you know they obviously worked with sonic team or sega whoever had him at the time and brought him into the fray so it was really cool to see nintendo uh work with uh you know sometimes not even their own characters and bring them in so i think well, i could think of three right off the bat really like like tails knuckles and dr robotnik like those three would be like, metal sonic would be great i think metal, uh, oh yeah you know i think there's a lot of cool things they could do with sonic characters um i think they might want to s- s- steer away from some of the later stuff like lyric and uh all that stuff i think again i i i don't like to you know make too many negative assumptions about communities but i think that like sonic fan stuff is like like probably some of the most diabolical um fandoms of all time i think it gets really dark and really gross when you get <laughs> these fan bases that really love sonic in a weird way and not the way i mean that- just look at have you heard of chris chan cat you know who that is no oh he's just uh one of those sonic fans that definitely went down a rabbit hole and he's uh i think he got arrested recently for uh just causing a scene in an EB games or something like that. He used to make YouTube videos where he'd make his own custom Sonic fan fix and things like that. Ooh, so I definitely that's a big yikes for me, dog. Yeah. Um, one thing that I know that a lot of people are probably thinking about, um, I, it's obviously something that's almost unavoidable smash, especially more recently, but with the concert, uh, the controversy with allegations that came out, um, mm-hmm. we don't really want to uh, deal with that sort of thing on this channel. That's not something that we're interested in. We're very well aware of uh, some of the stuff that's happened in the community recently. Um, but again, I, it's uh, we we really don't want to touch on that sort of uh, stuff on this channel. Uh, there's all. there's an endless amount of channels you could look at and, and find more about that. But I I I personally believe that things like that that have come out. Um, doesn't represent our community at all it's never something that i've ever experienced personally with any of that sort of stuff um so again i just want to touch on that really really briefly just we we are aware that uh, i'm sure a lot of people are interested in hearing about our take on that but you won't get our take for that yeah for the tournaments i've been to it's always been super respectful everyone you know before COVID, everyone would shake each other's hands, you know, say good game after the game. And even playing with little kids, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting dynamic. And I think everyone treated each other with respect. But just to hear these things come out is definitely pretty disgusting. But um, again, that happens in every community. You know, it's big on Discord, things like that. So I don't think it's really anything to do with uh the actual community itself i think that happens in most communities but i think a smash especially just because there's a, such a big age demographic that's why it makes it um a little more commonplace there but yeah i'd prefer probably to not to delve into that much but well we want to build nintendo up like we're we're all nintendo lovers like we did our last podcast was literally about like why we love nintendo and how it's so like so meaningful to us but the, at the same time these things have to be addressed you know you can't just it is true mm. yeah the, the thing that is so crazy for me too because um it's just something that i could never get my headspace into because i can remember time and time again where i go to a tournament and you know there'd be this little kid come up like hello i'd like to play against you <laughs> And then we'd play and I'd be like, hey, man, that was awesome. Like, you're, you're awesome. Like, your villager is really good. And you'd be like, oh, wow, <laughs> thank you. You know, so, I mean, again, it's so unfortunate that, uh, you know, there's always a couple of shitty apples that drop from the tree that really mm-hmm. uh, spoil the best of the rest of the bunch. But as much as Carter does make a good point, it is important to, uh, uh, you know, address those sort of things. And this is something that we obviously know in our, in our community that needs to be worked on. Um, it's essentially that's not what we want for our channel we don't want to get into the drama we don't want to talk negatively about anyone um our channel i think i speak for all three of us when i say our goals are to talk about the passion and the stuff that we really enjoy and love not really what we don't like so to speak i mean we do want to dissect and talk about like things on every single angle that we can but uh, again i just want to reiterate um if that's what you're looking for you want a smash discussion that's going to be talking about some of the nitty-gritty that won't be us Check out Leffen's video, Hungry Box. Those, all those big Smash names are doing really great jobs of uh, really talking about the nitty gritty. So I think Leffen's video is a really important one to check out if you guys have uh, uh, or have any interest on that. He really uh, he does a good job of that. 
But yeah, yeah, again, like they say, it's something that we just don't really want to bring up in our channel because we're not here to talk bad about the Smash community, or we're not, and especially talk bad about Nintendo because it's really important to us. It was a keystone for our childhood, so there's no point. And like, obviously, you have to bring it up, talk about it, but we don't have to like deep dive into it, go head first into it. It's something that just brought up once, and honestly, it's dead in the water as far as that goes. Um, Smash was huge. Like, like for me, like every single one, I played all of them, obviously. Um, I, I don't have the same type of hours um, that these two do, but um, I definitely have played every single one, probably relatively evenly um, for all the way from N64. Melee, like I know there's a huge Melee community, so I'm not trying to knock Melee. Um, just the skill base for me um, was just a little bit too high, and I just felt like the the difference in skill levels um, was way too great. Um, that's one of the things, like, I know Brawl was shit, and it was a shitty game, but the fact of the matter is I enjoyed it. As far as, far as competitive gameplay, I enjoyed it most because of the fact that I just could actually like do decent against these two boys whereas uh melee and even ultimate i just ultimate yeah no i, I get bodied i'm who am i kidding i think i'm good at video games but yeah these two boys got me there especially when it comes to uh platform fighters yeah even for me i mean uh i i didn't even know there was a competitive smash scene until catlin introduced me to the smash brothers documentary which i just fell in love with instantly i thought that documentary was incredible and i think they recently did a, a new documentary which i'd really be interested in watching but i haven't quite looked into that but i know for me um even just the base game melee uh some of the, the event challenges uh the adventure mode uh, I think these modes were really great. And even in Brawl, there was just trophy collection, things like that, collecting, I think, stickers. There was stickers in Brawl or, some, or something like that. There's some quarter. Of, or it was the, the hammer smashing thing. You know, the, the challenges that you can complete. Uh, I just, I spent a lot of time just with those things. I think the games in general don't have to be, you don't have to be competitive to enjoy them at all. No, that's the best thing about Smash, and that's the one thing I've always respected, is, like, because you guys are our Smashers, you know what I mean? Like, playing with you guys and then playing Smash with anyone else, it's literally two completely different at atmospheres. Like, don't get me wrong, it's fun to play with you guys, it is. But, I mean, like, getting, like, stalked, like, no stocks on you guys for, like, ten matches, it's kind of rough on a person's ego when you literally can't even get one kill. And, like, you know, sometimes... Man, I've went on like 15 game stock or matches with Catlin where I didn't get one stock off him. So that could be frustrating. Get good. Sorry, bro. I try. But that's the one thing about Smash, right? Like, I like being able to go and play Ultimate with other people and and, and even Brawl. And like, like I said, the N64, and this was recently, this was in a, like the past couple months, like playing it for hours and hours and hours and just like... I, I love I love items. I'm sorry. I just like the Pokeballs, especially like that was like, that's probably my favorite thing other than the hammer. And actually, uh, I don't know which game it was, but the Smash Ball, Supersonic Man. Brawl mm, first brought it to the table. I love the Smash Ball, man. I like and it just sucks that that's I've never really got to like experience like that type of smash with you guys because it's always been a competitive thing, which is totally fine. But there's also that other avenue where you can just have fun. So the thing that Carter brought up that um, I think is really important, especially for me and talking about something that I'm just so in love with, um, is that I think that the base game itself would have been perfectly fine. I think it would have been a great game, you know, with all the different uh, uh, ways you could play it. But for me, what really uh, just was so compelling about this game is just like the community itself, going to these tournaments, having our team, you know, talking shit, coming in. The money matches was a big one. I know we had a bunch of people... Uh, we would talk on the smash boards um, and just talking all sorts of shit was a lot of fun. And then, you know, setting up money matches and then, you know, they come down and absolutely stomp us. We didn't realize, uh, you know, how good these kids were, but there's just something so important to me, especially in that aspect of it. I can understand the fun side of it, the item side of it, the more, uh, you know, lackadaisical side of it. But for me, it's just the competitive hardcore scene for me that really, really just um, inspired me so much. I just love the idea of like, you have this, you know, new identity in yourself going to these tournaments and meeting people and everyone has their own, uh, you know, flavor. And I, I just thought it was so fun to travel and, and to compete in these tournaments. And then, you know, one of my more notable tournaments, you know, placing both first 
in doubles and singles, you know, on video with a crowd hyping. And, you know, I just felt like Rain Man because I would have my music on listening to Mozart as I'm just completely dummying these kids. Um, just, so it just felt really nice. Just dirty uh, serving them left and right. Oh, dirty server. You know, as a Luigi man, you got to You got to <laughs> get them plates to the tables quick. So um, it was uh, for me, I understand um, the fun side of it. Um, the fun side of it is good. And I do agree that, you know, there's a place for that, but it's just, again, this is a, I, I'm so glad that we're doing this episode because this is such an important one to me. I even remember like my dad at the time when I'm traveling, he's just thinking like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to these tournaments? Like, you know, the, the cash pools were so small because again, this was before the documentary. I knew about, um, you know, this scene, this underground scene that was so, it felt like you were almost in this like club that no one knew about and you were competing and you know it just felt like a lot of fun but then you know you'd have people saying like oh like like I don't understand the point uh the point for me was just like the amount of fun that it was to have this uh team and going and competing and when people knew that Suave was in the house uh a lot of people were you know had to be on their a-game to you know take any of us out so I think it's the dopamine man the dopamine you get from that like you feel amazing like Dude, when I beat you the first time when you were playing Luigi, dude, on my cloud, like, I almost had a straight-up heart attack, dude. I was so, like, I was running around the kitchen, like, freaking out, like, I beat you, like, you'll never beat me again, and then I get embodied the next game, whatever, but it was just, like, it just gives you the rush, right? And that's probably what the tournaments did, amplified that by 10, right? Like, you're going out, you're driving all the way to these other areas to compete against people that, you know, like, in, in, in the home uh, the hometown, the home scene, like, obviously, you know, you're one of the best players, blah, 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 but, like, to travel out of your area, out of your comfort zone, and go and play against man a lot of the times it's especially nowadays it's like kids like kids and just like like seeing the generation gap it's like holy smokes like what was you- even crazier though is um playing in these tournaments against people who you knew they were minor celebrities within the scene so it was just so crazy that you now are face to face with these people um you know so i just really enjoyed that there's a that's definitely a good point Dallas there's really nothing as satisfying as seeing the look on someone's face as you drop a three stock fart finish with Wario it's just it's just absolutely devastating to a person I remember going to a tournament in LA um, just a local tournament at a video game store in the mall and just the look on people's faces when you drop them with a three stock Wario fart it's just there's nothing better than that I can I, I can see it, frustration though from my my perspective though because like there's only so many losses in a row I can take or so many times where Catlin can Catlin or you you're bad for that too three stalking the shit out of me man all the time <laughs> it's frustrating as a person especially because I I am competitive and I think that's why I stay out of the really competitive scene is because I can't handle like the I just can't handle losing. I'm not the best. I'm quite a poor sport. Like I'm a very nice person. Like, but when it comes to losing, I just, I don't like to lose at anything. That's why I stick to more of my wheelhouse things. Right. So I can understand why, you know, getting, you know, three stocked Wario farted by a, a, you know, 18 year old kid. Yeah. I, yeah. It it annoys the shit out of me, man. Like, Oh, it sucks. I know the feeling dude, especially at parties in front, like Catlin smash parties getting dumpstered in front of like 10 people. And then like him running it, rubbing it in your face. And like, it's just like, Oh, and everyone's looking at you. Like you suck. You're like, Oh man, like, come on boys. Well, Hey guys, I think we talked about a lot of really interesting, uh, you know, uh, areas of smash and uh, you know, Nintendo in general, um, we really want to thank you again for tuning into this episode. It's, you know, the amount of traction we've been getting recently with these episodes has been huge. And we, we, we really have to thank it all to you guys. So um, if you guys like what you see again, um, subscribe, you know, give a like, do it, do, do whatever you want. Um, again, I'm not the kind of person to kind of push that agenda too much. I feel like you guys will make uh, the decision that you want to make at the end of the day. Um, you know, this is a, a topic that I'm so glad that we were able to do. And, uh, you know, it's really important to me. And I think, you know, it's fun for Dallas, for sure. I think he he obviously really enjoys the game. But this is, a, this especially growing up, I feel like this is where me and Carter really, really clicked. And we really bonded with this and going to tournaments and stuff. So it was really nice to see, you know, he was my protege. I had him under my wing going to these tournaments. And then he's, you know, falcon stomping kids. And it felt really nice to see these, uh, you know, to be rewarded with the, the time that you're putting in. You were my sensei. I was your student. You know, I was kids, Bob. You were Bob God. And we were just, we were a duo. 
dynamic. I, and I've seen the progression of it because, like, I I lived with you when you were younger, so I've seen you like go from like not even be able to handle me at all like not not at all like i would three stock you when you were six years old and be like hey you know what i mean like rub it in your face to all of a sudden like five years later you three stock and me and then it got to the point where literally there was there was a time when both of you guys when you guys were playing competitively where i would be lucky to get 20 30 percent on you guys in three or four stocks like the progression you guys have made and like how far the game has come. Like I'm excited for the next match, to be honest, like who knows what Nintendo will do, but I, th I really do. Honestly, if they can get their shit figured out with online play and stuff like that and competitive gaming, I see huge things in Nintendo's future. So I hope they take advantage of it. So anyways, guys, I just want to say one last thing. Thank you for all your support that it means literally the world to us. Every sub, every like, I know Catlin's not going to say it much, but I will because we do appreciate it. And it's what it's what's going to keep this content coming in the future. So again, check in the, um, the link below for our uh, social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, um, me and Zilly both have uh I'm sorry, me and Carter both have uh, Twitch accounts, Zilly, Hulkbusters. Also, I have Hulkbusters on YouTube. So just keep coming in, keep liking the channel. And, you know, even even if you don't, just watch it. And if you like like it, leave us a comment. Like, we're going to do a whole comment section, um, literally answering all questions. I don't know if it's going to be this one or the next one. But once we have, a, like, a fair list of comments, we're going we're gonna to go back to all of them, you know. And if we really like something enough, we will do a whole podcast on it. So just keep trying to leave them comments. We appreciate it, guys. So anyway. Okay. that's up for the three brothers and we appreciate all the support guys peace see ya